0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. All right, it's true. I lied to you last time in the last blog. I claimed that we bought that car with the big chrome fins and the fuzzy dice and the big Belch Fire 8-engine, remember? One with the white leather seats. No, we didn't. Truth is, we bought a perfectly reasonable, fairly late-model used car. See, the only way this is going to work is if you really understand that I am really just a kid cleverly disguised as a grown-up. I was going to tell you the truth about it. But just as I was beginning to describe the car that we really bought, this little tiny guy who sits up in the back of my brain, he tries hard to bring order to the silly putty that's bouncing around between my ears. And he had to take a potty break right then. And as soon as my fingers noticed that he was gone, they started hitting the computer keys that described the kind of car they always wanted to play with. And that was it. And It was a convertible with a top down. And my girl Wonder Witch was in it, wearing a bikini, because we were on the way to the beach. And Elvis was singing Love Me Tender on the AM-only radio. And as my fingers were describing this car, I I could hear Elvis. And I started seeing this whole scene on a giant high-definition screen in the back of my head. I was going to ask you forgiveness for this deception, but the truth is I enjoyed it way too much to pretend I'm sorry I lied to you. Oh, what a wonderful lie it was. I grew up in Brooklyn, and like most of the guys in my neighborhood, my car was the subway. And maybe that's why I have a little four-seat airplane now. It's kind of an overreaction to fuzzy dice envy. My plane isn't my only toy. I have a son by the name of Eric, and Eric understands and shares my appreciation for toys. So much so that I bought him a flying model airplane last Christmas. And he bought me, guess what, a different flying model airplane last Christmas. My Lady Wonder Wedge and his Lady Brenda just kind of rolled their eyes and sighed about that one. For Father's Day this year, Eric gave me a bazooka pop gun. And this shoots a little plastic potato with some foam rubber on the front so that it doesn't destroy whatever it hits. And shoots this all the way across the backyard at speeds approaching a zillion miles an hour. And I know this because Randy, the guy next door, and I tested it from the roof of my house the other day. We were able to do that because his wife, Bernadette, and Wonder Wench had gone shopping. And therefore, we had no adult supervision. And Randy and I both feel that the comments that Steve across the street felt compelled to make, just because the little plastic potato happened to fly through his open bathroom window while he was privately occupied in there. We thought those comments were a little excessive. In fact, they might have been avoided if we had invited Steve to join us in the experiment. I think there was a certain amount of envy involved in that. My bazooka gun has caused other complications in the neighborhood, too. You may remember that unfortunate incident that I told you about having to do with my failed attempt at showing off some one-arm push-ups while Wonder Wench and Bernadette and Bernadette's daughter Emmy were watching. Now, Emmy is in training to move up the ladder from being the little kid next door to becoming the girl next door in preparation to becoming an actual adult and probably a wife. You know, this is a natural sort of a progression for little kid girls. But she's still a little kid right now. And she saw my bazooka gun the other day, and I showed her how it worked. And she asked if she could borrow it to play with for a while. And before I could stop her, Wonder Wench said, Of course you can, my dear. And I distinctly saw Bernadette wince. And Wonder Wench flashed her one of those ha-ha-ha wifey smiles at her, you know. So what the heck could I say? The problem is that it's been like a week now, and I have further scientific experiments planned for my bazooka gun involving the possible launch of one of our daughter's old Barbie dolls into space. What am I going to do? I can't go next door and ring the doorbell and tell a little five-year-old kid that I want my toy back. See that? You thought you had troubles. And of course, troubles is where dick's details come in. Dick's details are a bunch of interesting but totally useless facts that can push aside the important things that you have on your mind that may be keeping you awake. For example, speaking of Barbie, if you scaled her up to human size, her measurements would be 36, 18, 33. There's no way of describing the shock that so many young guys who have seen their sisters Barbie naked feel when they are faced with their first similarly unclad human female. It's terrible. A report just released by the Fed claims that all of the nations in the world are in debt. Huh? How can that be? If all the nations in the world are in debt, where'd all the money go? of all the paper bought by the government is used by the Defense Department. Well, making paper airplanes will, you know, eat up a lot of that stuff. 99% of the people who suffer from night blindness are guys, which explains some of the appearance of some of the ladies with whom some of you have awakened in the past with, of course. And this is an honest headline about the San Diego Zoo. Panda mating fails. Veterinarian takes over. Dicks to tails. They get your mind off your mind. Some of you ladies were probably shaking your heads and rolling your eyes in sympathy for my lady Wonder Wench when I was telling you about my status as a kid cleverly disguised as an adult. Wonder Wench probably giggled a little with you about it too, but growing up is hard. There's a story about it in the Love and Touch album. Growing up is faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive. It jumps the tallest people with a single crunch. Growing up teaches you that you'll never catch a squirrel. It chases you in out of a summer rain. It warns you not to laugh too loud. It sits you on a chair instead of the rug. It keeps your shoes on. Growing up disguises you. It hides your kid name that means something, like Shorty or Hot Lips, behind a Mr. or Ms. It even makes you answer when a clerk shouts, Next. Growing up means no more trying to look through walls with x-ray vision or running fast enough to really fly, even when you're wearing new sneakers with Superman's signature right there on the ankles. It's finding out that the new moon isn't really God smiling down at you so you won't be afraid in the night. It's finding out that your father isn't the strongest man on the block. But if you're a boy, you mustn't cry about it. And you mustn't kiss him goodbye, even when inside you're afraid that he might not be back. Growing up is carefully learning the differences between the good guys and the bad guys. And it's finding out that you're a bad guy for liking the touch and feel and scent of people... You mustn't even touch yourself. Growing up is trying to hire Santa Claus. I'm no Peter Pan trying to hide in Never Neverland. I just like cold chocolate milk better than martinis. And I'd rather play crazy backyard football with some friends than watch Perfection on the tube. And worst of all, sometimes I have to admit I cry. I'm no Peter Pan looking for a Wendy to mend my socks and cook my supper. I have a mother. One's my quota. I'm me. I'm looking for you. I want your inner quiet. I need your center of gravity. Will you risk letting me mean so much to you that you scream inside? Will you risk lying naked and defenseless in late sleeping mornings with me? And on other mornings, will you risk being late for work because you look so soft that I must have you once again thoroughly before you go? Will you risk wet floors and thunderstorms because the cool breeze and fresh grass smells so good that it's worth leaving the window open and chancing a sudden drenching shift in the wind? Will you risk walking with someone who likes to admire tall buildings, even when he's not a tourist? Someone who gets more interested in how a hot dog tastes than whether he gets mustard on his shirt. Will you risk a life of wildflowers or those runty little roses that they sell in subways? Because orchids have a price and I don't want to sell all of my life. Will you risk your life with a Clark Kent like me? I think you and I could help each other get over growing up. It's a story called Growing Up from the Love & Touch CD. If you like it, you can just keep this pod program if you like, or you can click the CD baby icon on the website to download a fresh copy. Or you can even check out the whole album, whatever works for you. By the way, while you're growing up, never forget that warm cookies and cold milk are good for you. goodness.